Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melanade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me again and coming on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. I just love saying that. (laughs) You know, it seems like it's been a long time since I just put out the first episode, even though it was just a week ago. But I don't know about for anyone else, but for me, this week has seemed very, very long. Uh, You know, at work, there's been a lot of changes a lot of people out for the week and I had to step up uh, and take on a lot more responsibility than usual and it just it almost made time stand still this week it was a lot to take in but you know I made it through and um, you know also this week there was a lot of buzz about whether or not we were going to have Monday off for the Juneteenth holiday for those who are unfamiliar with Juneteenth, I can give you the Cliff's Notes version. Uh, Juneteenth or June 19th, 1865, it commemorates the day that enslaved African Americans were told that they were free. Now, it is now a federally recognized holiday, which is awesome. Um, And it goes back to the Civil War era when Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, but it only covered those enslaved African Americans uh, who were in territories not dominated by the Union and this is what the Civil War was all about it was trying to you know it was those who were for slavery against those who were not I mean that's the gist right so fast forward to June 19th 1865 uh, when the actual Civil War had been won the man excuse me a general by the name of Gordon Granger he went to Galveston Texas and he made the announcement that those there that were enslaved were now free So last year, President Biden did make it an officially federally recognized holiday. And this year, uh, through, I believe, some council votes, they did determine that, you know, those who work for the city uh, could have the Monday off or, you know, the day of, depending on, you know, how it falls, I guess. So I got me a three day weekend. (laughs) So I do record these on Saturday or I'm acting like I've been doing this for so long, but my plan is, and I have been the last two times recording these on Saturday. So I'm like right at the beginning of the three day weekend and, you know, I'm just kind of chilling in my apartment and I was kind of wondering what I was going to talk about this week. And it kind of hit me that I, I kind of just want to discuss um, the last year and the fact that I've been living on my own for the first time over the last year and at 33 you know, I, I felt a little self-conscious about that because I know a lot of people my age have been out and on their own for much longer. And I kind of felt like a late bloomer for that reason. But, you know, as I've been on my own over the last year, I feel like it was just completely right on time. So up until last April, I had lived in the same home for my entire life. I lived with my grandparents and my mother 
and that's all I knew. Um, you know, my grandfather did pass away in 2011, so that did just leave me, my mom, and my grandma ever since then. Um, and there was no real push, you know, um, out of the nest. <laughs> it was very comfortable, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I really enjoyed living in that, um, you know, kind of multi-generational environment. I get along really well with my grandma. I've grown to get along extremely well with my mom. And we just had a dynamic that kind of worked and everybody was comfortable. And I'm not gonna lie, like nobody was asking me for rent or anything. So, you know, working and making money and having it all be for me, except for like, you know, the odd grocery run or whatever here and there, um, it was pretty cushy. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I mean, I had my desire to like be out on my own, but I think as more time went on, it was like less about the money and less about this and that. And it was more just, you know, like I was a little afraid. I had a few concerns, you know, I, I thought, what if I can't really afford it? And I don't find out until, you know, I'm actually out there. What if I'm just so homesick and I hate it and I'm just like lonely all the time? You know, what if I get hacked to death by a crazy neighbor my first night there? You know, what if I completely fail and I have to move back home? These are just things that I had been thinking about up until, you know, the point I actually got serious about doing this. Now, I truly believe in manifestation and divine timing and everything happening for a reason and just completely just putting out into the universe what you want being patient and having it come back to you you know just putting your desires out there and just knowing that whatever you want is yours you just have to put in a little uh action on your end and let the universe just take control from there now it's funny because my mom and i kind of have this inside joke she calls uh, me and my cousins actually mr magoo and Mr. Magoo is a cartoon character where he's just kind of oblivious to his surroundings. He's just going where he needs to go and all this crazy stuff is happening around him. You know, things are falling out of the sky. He's like somehow, you know, missing all these near death catastrophes. And, you know, he's just trying to get where he's trying to get. And all this stuff is happening around him, but he's kind of like protected in a way. And he's like, just, he's like, what, something, what's going on? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to get where I got to go. Like, he's just not even paying attention. And the world is carrying on around him. And he's somehow, you know, getting by unscathed. <laughs> now, I do sometimes feel like my life is charmed. Things do tend to work out in my favor. Like I say, things, a lot of the times, they come up male. <laughs> And I'm grateful for that. I just feel like I put a positive boomerang out into the world and it does come back sometimes tenfold for me. I'm not saying my life is perfect, but I'm very, very blessed. Now, in the fall-ish winter of 2018, I decided to leave a job that I had with a property management company. I felt like it wasn't serving me. I was feeling just like almost depressed about it. It was just not a good fit for me. And I really took a risk because I left that job with completely nothing set up um, to catch me afterwards. But at the time, the risk of that 
greatly outweighed staying there. It was very traumatic. And I'll probably talk about that another time. But um, again, this is the end of 2018. Now, in Earlier that year, my mother had suggested that I apply for this city job and I did it because it seemed interesting, but that was at the top of 2018 and I hadn't heard anything, but it was like as soon as I left (laughs) that job that I could not stand, that's when the email came in to go into test and get the interview process started. And it's so funny because... (laughs) It's funny, like things just, they work out how they're supposed to work out. So on the day of the test, it was like a rainy February day, I remember. For some reason, I don't know, there was a lot of family in the house that's usually not there. I think my aunt was there. My cousin was there. Of course, my mom and my grandma were there. And I remember the test was super early in the morning and it was pissing down outside And I remember waking up to the alarm. I think it was probably like six o'clock and everybody else in the house is asleep, snoring softly. And I had to get up and schlep in the rain and go to (laughs) go to, I think, L.A. High or wherever it was to take this test. I very nearly hit my alarm, turned it off and went back to sleep. But something in me was like, Melanie, just get your ass up grab an umbrella, just go take this test, just at least just go like don't just don't pass up the opportunity not for rain, you know. So I get there and I take the test and it's like an all day thing and it wasn't fun. And I'm not the best test taker, but I felt pretty good about it. And I think, you know, a few weeks later, I actually got the word that I passed and I did all the rounds of the testing and the interviews. And I think there was an essay involved. And next thing you know, summer of 2019, I am hired on probationary with the city of L.A. Now, you know, it was about six months of testing, interviewing, blah, blah, blah. After that, there's another six months of just trying to pass probation and actually become a solidified, you know, employee. So the six months go by. I'm in there like swimwear. We're at the top of 2020. I'm, you know, feeling good. I'm getting out of that training probation pay and I'm into like the big leagues at that point. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the next step. I'm like, OK, we'll check that off. Now, what do I want to do next? I'm like, you know what? I really, really want to move out on my own now. And COVID it, it kind of helped because I definitely wasn't going out as much. I was in the house. I was working from home. Like it, it became a little easier to to save money. And that definitely helped in the process. So all of 2020, I'm saving as much as I possibly can. And I'm, you know, I'm online. I'm looking at Pinterest. I'm looking at mood boards and dream boards and I'm making a list of like what I would want in an apartment like I'm really trying to actively you know prepare myself for this next step in my life and I really think that lent itself really well to you know the steps of like actually me getting into this apartment so I'd say mm, sometime around the holidays of 2020 and maybe the early part of 2021, that's when I actually started to investigate apartments and actually go to start looking at them. And, you know, it's, it was a new process for me 
and I wasn't trying to advertise it a whole lot. Like I wasn't trying to say, oh, you know, hey, I'm going to be moving out. I just I just wanted to see what was out there. So it was a couple of months of doing that. And then I don't know something I could feel a shift Something in the air shifted around March of 2021. I was going to look at a couple of apartments. Um, I remember the last one of the day, it was just completely crappy. And I was just like, what is this? How do you Photoshop apartment pictures? Like, I swear the pictures on the app had like filters all over it because you got I got to the place it was nothing like that and I'm sure people have dealt with that when they're apartment hunting but I was very very like shocked so I was driving home after that kind of defeated because I wasn't finding anything in my price range I wasn't finding anything that was you know close to work I wasn't finding anything that felt safe so I was you know kind of bummed on my way home I decide to just take a route I usually don't and I remember I turned down this street and this asshole in this pickup truck he was tailing me I mean his bumper was like in my back seat that's how close he was like up on me and I remember kind of like flipping him off and pulling over and parking so that he could just like go by because he was really getting on my nerves and he drives by I sit there for a second just trying to calm down and I kind of look to my left and there's this apartment building with a for rent sign. It looked really well manicured. It was in a cool little area of the city and it just looked kind of nice and there was a big fat number on it. So I called it and I spoke to, you know, some guy in the leasing office and he said that, you know, with COVID and everything, they're not really doing um, guided tours, but some of their units are open house. And if I wanted to go upstairs and go to the unit, you know, sign in, check out the key or whatever, I can go and check out the apartment. And it seemed kind of odd, but I was like, you know, sure, why not? So I go and check out this unit. Um, I'm on the phone with the guys. He's like giving me the information about pricing and, you know, all that. And it seemed really nice. It seemed comfortable. It, it was a good size, a nice one bedroom. It seemed quiet. I mean, you can't really tell, you know, the loudness of your neighbors on a random 30 minute time frame during the week but it, it just seemed overall nice and the good thing was at the time they were giving like all these COVID specials like $200 off every month and it just seemed like a good fit and you know I was saving I had been saving a lot of money my bank accounts were looking good my credit was at a great place like he essentially approved me that same day and next thing I know I'm signing well not signing the lease but he had generated the lease for like April 30th um, which was like a month and a half from the time that I'm looking at it I definitely didn't sign right away um, because the unit I looked at was similar to the one that I would be getting um, it wasn't the exact unit he just assured me that it was like a mirror image so he you know kind of held off and just said well you know you could definitely look at it and you don't have to sign it until you're actually like in there you can observe and be happy with it so I was like okay great then things went into overdrive because six weeks seems like a long time between like looking at a place and actually moving in but it really wasn't um, I had a lot of things to get in order. I had to get, you know, I had to get my current room and, and space at my grandma's house in order, like purge a lot of stuff, 
figure out what I was going to be keeping, what needed to go. And I needed to really start from complete scratch. Obviously, it's my first time moving out. I didn't have anything. I was going to need a bed, a, a, you know, a table, chairs, cookware, a couch, like just I was going to need everything. And so I went to work just doing all this research, trying to figure out exactly what I wanted. Now, I know you don't have to have everything you need when you first move in, but I don't know. I was very, very anal about it. Like I didn't want to miss anything when I first got in. I wanted to have almost everything I needed. Like I didn't want to not have a spatula. Okay. So I picked out everything ahead of time and I scheduled it beautifully for when I first moved in like I mean I picked out the paint colors like I knew exactly what room I wanted to be what I picked out the tv I wanted the couch the table and dining set my cookware my bed frame the mattress that I wanted one of those like mattresses in a box I, I did my research. I selected the best one. I mean, I knew what pillowcases and sheets and and bed skirts and duvet covers and, you know, lamps and just everything. I, I just knew every single little thing that I want. I even had my shower curtain picked out. Every big purchase, big furniture item, it all arrived within maybe two days of each other. And I had it all put together by a friend all in one day. So I was like really ready to go. And, you know, I had it painted before everything was um, complete. And I don't know, this place came together really, really fast. And I'm quite proud of it, you know, and everything did happen so fast that it didn't really hit me that I was going to be living here alone until you know like my first official night where I was sleeping here and like getting up and going to work the next day and it was a little weird <laughs> definitely a little weird I I got a little emotional I'm not gonna lie and I hate letting people see me sweat letting people see me cry you know but I definitely had you know a few nights in the beginning where I was just a little sad and a little overwhelmed I mean 33 years excuse me 32 years of being in the same place and having the same routines and being around you know your mom and your grandma who you're very close to and it was just it was a shell shock but, you know, after about a week or two, <laughs> I was doing just fine. <laughs> I felt like a true adult at that point. You know, I didn't realize how, um, I guess, a little stunted I felt still living at home. Like, it seemed so comfortable. And it's not like I had a curfew. It's not like they were telling me what to do, when to do it. You know, it's not like my freedom was ever compromised, but there is just a different level of adulthood and really, you know, being your own person when you're on your own. And, you know, after the sadness passed and I really started to settle in, I started questioning, you know, why did I wait so long? I should have done this, you know, 10 years ago. What's wrong with me? But I had to take a step back and just remember everything happens when it's supposed to, you know, timing is divine here. If I got in my own place, even a year 
earlier than when I did. I am 100% sure I would have made some stupid ass decisions, okay? I can't imagine because I was thinking like, man, it would have been great to have this when I was in my 20s. Uh, No, Melanie, because you probably would have had some loser laid up on your couch, some loser laid up in your bed, some loser around here not paying rent. Like I could just imagine how dumb it would have been. I wouldn't have been as, um, you know, mature with my money. I wouldn't have been as mature with my time management. I just... I just feel like that would have been the worst thing because, you know, I know myself and I was a bit of a wreck in my early 20s. So doing this now has just helped me grow tremendously. But that growth is on top of growth that had already been in place, you know, just living life and just, you know, coming to terms and understanding of who I am as a as a young woman. Now, I'm just as happy that I didn't wait too long as I am that I didn't do this too early because, you know, and I may be putting the cart before the horse here, but I do plan on getting married one day and having kids settling down, cohabitating with, you know, a man and starting a family. Um, And I would have hated to have gone from living at home to, you know, living with someone else and not having this time in between. Now, I know in some cultures and just people's personal reasons, they, you know, live at home and then they get married and then they move in with their husbands. And, you know, I'm sure that works for them, not knocking it, different strokes, right? But for me, that sounded like a nightmare because I feel like I would have missed out. So taking this time now, Um, you know, to really be by myself, set my own rules, get into my own routines, just truly learn what I like, what I don't, you know, how I like to live and just have my own space. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that this is happening now prior to me getting involved with anybody. I'm not saying I'm about to get engaged or anything time soon, but, you know, life happens and I'm just really happy that, um, I'm experiencing this right now. Now, it hasn't all been rainbows and sunshine since I moved in. There's definitely been some growing pain since I've been here. Um, There is a man child who lives downstairs who refuses to, mm, I don't know, shut up ever. He's constantly loud. He's constantly yelling and cussing and arguing with, you know, people playing 2K because I did go down there once and he was like, oh, my bad, I'm playing 2K with the bros. Like, well, you must be losing because who needs to be yelling and cussing like that? Like, get better. I remember one time I was just so completely fed up because he was, again, yelling, cursing um, on his phone, on his balcony. And I took one of my cat's cat scratchers and I hit the floor and he had the nerve to come up here and yell at me through my ring camera on my door about why I'm making noise and why I'm disturbing him. And it was just like this whole big thing. And I, it seems like it was so long ago. Cause honestly he's still there, but he's dialed it down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe he got a job. I don't know, but he's, less of an issue than he was last year so I'll take it the guy next to me though he's like he has to be a paid actor like nobody is this disturbed and weird 
He is constantly screaming in his apartment. I think he hears someone disturbing him, but he can't pinpoint where it was. I remember the first week he moved in, he came over to my apartment and knocked on my door and was like, hi, um, are you running your dishwasher? And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I'm hearing like this loud whirring sound and it's really disturbing me and it sounds like a dishwasher. And I said, first of all, I'm not running a dishwasher. If I was, I doubt you'd hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. And then he turns around and has the nerve to have the loudest sound system you've ever heard. I mean, it's like he's trying to communicate with something in space. It's so loud. And he turns it up every night, like after midnight. It's... He just has a lot of nerve. So there's a lot of characters around here. You know, my saving grace, though, was my neighbors on the other side of me. They were a sweet, like Swedish couple. Um, They were very polite. They were very quiet. I mean, quiet as little church mice. And I loved it. And they recently moved. So I don't know who's going to be there next. I hope they're quiet, not loud, better at 2K and you know not complaining about phantom dishwashers (laughs) so I'm now in my second lease term of 12 months and you know overall I really do like it here you know it's I think the only thing it doesn't have in the unit that I really wanted was an in-unit laundry but I just do my laundry at my grandma's (laughs) to be honest and if I do need to do it here it's just downstairs and it's relatively clean but it's a great commute to work. I mean, 15 minutes to and from, I get two parking spots in a cover garage, which is really coveted for this area. I mean, think like close to downtown. It's uh, pretty good. Parking sucks usually. And, you know, I have a nice balcony. I get good light in here. And, you know, apart from the few oddballs, it is relatively quiet. And, you know, I got my cats here we're doing fine. I think, I don't know. We'll see what happens this time next year, where I'm at financially and just personally. I may give it another year here, or I may try to look other places. I mean, honestly, my two kittens, they've just grown and I feel like we are all outgrowing this space. It was perfect for me, perfect for when they were tiny, but they're big girls now and they need a lot more room. And I'm a big girl now and I need more room. (laughs) So we will revisit that and, and see what my next chapter is looking like. I mean, who knows? Maybe Blue Suit and I will be like super serious and we'll, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) well, But anyway, I just wanted to leave off on a note of advice for anyone who was maybe feeling like I was, um, you know, moving out at 33 and feeling like I was just so behind and my life was so delayed compared to my peers. But, you know, we're all on social media. Every time you scroll, there's a new baby, an engagement ring, a wedding dress, um, you know, someone holding up the keys to their house. It's all in your face. And, you know, Number one, we don't know the path that they took to get there. Their path is their own and the timing was right for them for what they have. And if these are things that you want and these are this is what I have to tell myself as well, because it's really easy to feel, you know, the FOMO with life experiences. But, you know, what's meant for you is meant for you. Everything happens for a reason and everything happens when it's supposed to. Um you know, when one door closes, a window opens, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if 
marriage and babies and moving out and that promotion or that travel opportunity or whatever it is if that's something that you want just you know put that out there in the universe do what you can on your end to put that into effect and just don't rush anything because also you know you sometimes you get what you ask for but you know you have to be prepared for the blessings that you seek and That's something that I need to remember myself. I don't want to be preaching here. (laughs) Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.